0: So welcome to the, uh, the first episode of Uncaptive Entrepreneur, a new podcast uh, launched right in the middle of the COVID-19 crisis. And so I have with me today, Kyle Duty and, and Kevin Lamme of Resolute Insurance Agency Group. They're in Conway, Arkansas. And... Um, As you can see, they they aren't really following the social distancing rules uh, that they're supposed to, but uh, uh, they've been breathing on each other all day, so I guess it's going to be okay. Welcome, guys. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. So uh, uh, you guys are uh, ending, what, your first month or month and a half in business? Yes, yes. So so we started the agency on
1: uh, February 13th, um, but then we didn't really get full access. You know, we had to do a a bunch of legal stuff to get us uh, legit, I guess. Uh, for the state of Arkansas, and, and we've actually had full access for about two weeks now.
0: So you really opened your business in the middle of, of March, right? Yes. Of yes, sir. Yeah. <clears throat> That was just about the time that the, uh, uh, the COVID virus was really accelerating uh, here in the U.S. In fact, I think the 15th was about the time that uh, we had the big NBA game problem here in Oklahoma City, and, and kind of the whole world in this part of the country came to a screeching halt. Yeah, um, I, I bet it did. So, um, well, you know, did you guys have any second thoughts? I mean, uh, you know, got, starting a brand new business when the whole country is shutting down has, has got to be a daunting uh, possibility or thought.
1: Yeah, I mean, it it really was. I mean, I, I think um, you can almost find the good in almost anything. So the, the good thing about what's happening right now is everyone's at home. And everyone's answering their phones because mainly because they're bored. So,
2: and they're all looking to save money because they're not going to work. So it's prime time for us. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Well, you're finding some initial success, but I guess the point is, it still took some courage to uh, to start at a time like this. Don't you think?
2: Yes. Yes, sir. We yeah. were we were already in it too deep to turn around. So.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. No regrets, though. All right. Well, um, you know, this isn't your uh, first rodeo for either of you. Uh, You've got some experience uh, in the insurance industry. Uh, Just give us a thumbnail uh, background of your last couple of years before you launched off on this new business endeavor. Yeah, Kevin, you want to take
1: that? Yeah, um, well, so I I started my insurance career um, actually uh, working for another agent. Um, uh, and he was just a good friend of mine. His name was Matt and he was a captive agent. Um, I went to his office and that's actually where I I had met Kyle and this is 2016 when we first had met and he was just telling me about the, the, the opportunity that insurance could have.
2: And yeah, Yeah, for me, I started with, uh, Basically, I just got laid off in the oil and gas industry. Um, everybody that was in that industry, there's one guy left that went to Saudi Arabia. So I knew that probably wasn't going to be the best opportunity for me. My cousin was an agent with shelter, and I knew he was making a good, he had a good career and was making a good income, a good six-figure income. And I was looking for something that I could kind of get into and uh, maybe stay there long term. And I, I started working underneath the shelter agent back in 2014. I worked there for about a year and a half. Uh, kind of hit my peak. I was doing well um, and I went to shelter because I think I had a better opportunity there. Uh, That's when me and Kevin worked in the same office and and kind of had worked together. Uh, We did really well together. Uh, I was offered my own agency in January of 2017 and uh, i would ran it ever since and also won multiple awards, uh, was top in our, our region and stuff like that. And we just Me and Kevin had always talked about becoming independent but really didn't know what avenue to go to do it. It just seemed really overwhelming with getting all the appointments and everything. But we knew long-term that's where the opportunity was. It was just much easier to scale. And uh, if you really wanted to do something long-term, it seemed like the way to go for us. And that's kind of when we found you guys.
1: Yeah, and this is something that we've, we've kind of been talking about for like two years. You know, this is what we wanted to do. We just didn't know which, you know, actual avenue to go down.
0: I got you. Well, you know, um, listening to, uh, to Kyle just telling his story, uh, this is your second, uh, time to start a business in the middle of a mess or in the middle of tough times. Oh, it sure was. <laughs> yeah. So in a way, this is kind of your second, uh, rodeo at this. So, uh, well, I mean, you know, as you, as you started getting ready to open up, uh, in the, in the virus start hitting and you started reading in the paper about what was going to happen and all that kind of stuff. I mean, did you have any second thoughts at all? Uh, or did you, did you feel like it didn't matter? You were going ahead anyway. Yeah, we, we kind of put ourselves out
1: there to where, um, there's no turning back.
2: Well, you know, I've, I've always think about that old adage when they talk about if you want to take over an island, you need to burn the ships. And uh, I think me and Kevin definitely burned our ships. <laughs> yeah. So uh, and again, you know, when we do something working with Kevin, I knew when he committed to something, he committed 150 percent. And I'm the same way. So it's, you know, to be honest with you, it couldn't really be. It's actually exceeded our expectations. And uh, and we're thrilled to
0: death. So. Well, good. And I want to I talk to you uh, in a minute about the success that you're actually already having. But, you know, what you just said about commitment, I think, is interesting. Um, uh, Dan Sullivan, who uh, runs a program called The Strategic Coach, wrote a book called The Four C's Formula. And he talks about the, the, the first thing you have to have to be successful as an entrepreneur is commitment uh you know you're going to do it regardless you know in in effect you have to burn the boats behind you so you know what you're really uh saying kyle is is that which is you know you're fully committed oh yeah Yeah. definitely and and it's just you know I,
2: i made a decision at a really young age i started off selling cars right out of the gate and i found out pretty quick that any if you want a good opportunity it involves a level of risk and a lot of times the greater the risk the greater the opportunity And I made a commitment to myself that I would never uh, trade security uh, over opportunity. And whenever I talked with LaDonna and she kind of, LaDonna being the recruiter, opened her eyes to the opportunity with OAA, it just, it it made a lot of sense to take that risk. Yeah,
0: uh, gotcha. All right. Well, so, um, you know, what what motivated me to uh, reach out to you guys to do this podcast is, frankly, I was hearing back from from our team that uh, you're just tearing it up, that you're writing a lot of business over the last couple of weeks. And and frankly, uh, I think a lot of people will find that surprising. You know, the last two weeks, especially in the whole country, everybody's been operating on adrenaline. Uh, you know, it's the fight or flight thing. And so, you know, they've been at the grocery store and they've been you know, doing whatever they have to do to protect themselves and their families. And in some respects, the last thing on their mind is starting a new business, reaching out, talking to people, selling insurance. Uh, but that's not what you guys have been doing. Tell us about that.
2: Yeah, so, um, you know, I, I know you talk about Dan Sullivan. I also believe in, in finding good mentors, and they're not readily available all the time, but I found on YouTube there's guys like Ed Milet, Grant Cardone, that talk about stuff. One one thing they're really big on is is service. If you look at providing a service for someone, which now, to me, the best service we could provide is talking to people, seeing how we can save them money in a time like this. Um, I mean, it's pretty nice to be able to quote someone and save them five or $600 a year and then get a check back From their insurance company when we're able to do that and we're kind of approaching the whole COVID-19 thing and and calling people as hey how can I be of service to you guys Um, through the different products we offer you know insurance products and stuff like that and they've been very receptive to
0: it. Mm -hmm. Yeah so tell us I mean when you when you're coming out with that kind of approach uh, are you meeting any resistance at all really or anybody getting upset with you because you're calling them at a time like this?
2: Not at all. So kind of the way I look at whenever I present my phone call, a lot of it comes across in how you talk to people whenever they answer the phones. You know, if you, if you're energetic, a lot of times, and especially at a time like this, they kind of wonder what you have to say, you know, and the way I've been approaching them is it's, we haven't had any resistance whatsoever. In fact, we end up getting referrals off the people we call and talk to. So it's just like a big snowball effect. Once I save one person money or, or help them out and get them maybe a better company, better coverage, uh, put money back in their pocket, we end up getting two or three more referrals. In fact, the problem we have now is we almost have so much to quote
0: and not enough time in the day that me yeah. and Kevin
2: are quoting insurance at 10, 11, 12 at night. So.
0: Wow, that's great. Yeah. Um, so in general, uh, as you talk to people and you're, and you're making that offer to see if you can be helpful, you know, how do you find that people... I mean, I'm sure you're getting into personal conversations with people, right? We're, we're insurance agents and, and insurance agents, uh, know their customers and get involved with them personally. Um, you know, what, what, what are some of the attitudes, what are the things you're hearing from people that you're talking to about how they're adapting and adjusting to this time? Well, I mean, everybody's working from home and they're uh, with
2: their wives and kids and, and stuff like that. Um, uh, you know, to be honest with you, I haven't really heard any negative other than the fact that they're maybe going on more walks during the day or something like that. I haven't had <laughs> no negativity whatsoever about calling people, you yeah. know, I can't think of one negative thing that I've, I've had a conversation with folks about. Okay. Um, and the cool thing about a lot of what we do is it's all e-sign. So there's really no point in face to face, the technology with what we're doing here with the zoom, um, it allows us to be able to, to be proactive as agents and, uh, and still be able to write business. And actually it's much easier because people aren't at their jobs.
0: So. Right. Well, so um, Kevin, tell us how you're finding all these prospects you guys are talking to. What's working for you right now?
1: Um, a lot of it is is actually, I'll be honest. So Kyle's been, uh, we, we kind of work very well together, um, and and I've been handling a lot of the administration side of of getting the contracts, and and Kyle's the one that's actually pushing for for sales and things like that. So it's actually mainly Kyle on sales, and 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 actually the rest of our team. Eh.
2: Okay, all right. Yeah, so as far as what I do is I look for centers of influence. Um, They're still mortgage lenders. They're still closing on houses. Um, A lot of our agents have um, mortgage lenders with referral business. And uh, I've also had quite a few people that I've written in the past that I've been able to touch base with and not only ask them about quoting their insurance, but see if they have any friends or family I might be able to reach out to as well in a time like this. So that's kind of all I've been doing is working, you know, people I know and then seeing if they have anyone else that I might be able to help. And typically when you when you approach people with trying to provide them a service and being of service to them, they will reciprocate that and do whatever they can to help you out as well. So,
0: okay. So, um, obviously, the last two or three days, we've been hearing, uh, you know, increasing levels of concern and bad news from, you know, from the president on down, Uh, you know, the death rates are climbing, it's, uh, you know, we're going to be closed down in one way or another across the country, at least uh, through the end of April. In fact, today, uh, the state of Texas said they were going to be closed well into May. Um, and so th- this environment we're in, isn't going to end anytime in the near future, but, um, have you begun to think about, uh, how, how you'll uh, transition when, you know, when the restrictions get lifted and we kind of come back to a, uh, a more normal business environment?
1: Yeah, I, I think so. I, you know, it's, it's something that we, we had already been doing uh, before this had even happened. And it's just, you know, when, when, when COVID came out, it just we had to adapt to, to do things a little bit different. Um, but as soon as it, it does get over with, we're just going to go back to the, the actual networking and marketing side of things, you know, going into businesses and, and talking with business owners. And um, currently right now, everything's going to be kind of uh, conferenced over, over
0: computers at this point. Okay, so you mentioned that, uh, you know, getting started with the agency really began back in February and it took you, you know, a while to get to where you could actually write business, but you were, from my perspective, able to do it pretty quickly. If you started mid, mid, uh, February and you were actually open in uh, mid March, that's pretty quick. Um, so, uh, were there anything in particular that was helpful to you in that period of time? I mean, did the OAA team have anything to do with your, your quickly being able to get up to speed? I mean, how would that all go? OAA has been great on, on setting us up. The only
1: actual issues that we had as far as things being delayed was, uh, was actually through the state. And, and, you know, mainly because they were kind of shutting down. And it was, it was harder to get those certificates that we're needing to say that we're an official business. Um, But once we got all that paperwork uh, done through the state, then it just really flew.
2: Okay. What really helped too is Kevin's really good about the administrative side. So while he was working on all the contracts and stuff, I was able to work on calling folks and getting them lined up and ready to start quoting. Um, Ryan has helped tremendously uh, with helping us get set up. And then uh, sometimes we'll get quotes back at two, two in the morning, you know, from (laughs) Ariel helping us out. Yeah. uh, It's just, it's all of us working together as a
0: team is it
2: it's really helped us out tremendously so
0: mm-hmm. okay so um just so everybody knows you're talking about uh, one of our agency growth coaches uh ryan uh, mclaughlin right, right. Uh, Yes. helping you what, get going and then uh, and then ariel is in the access plus department so she's actually helping you guys quote business correct uh, she's doing it at two o'clock in the morning Uh, she's she's around (laughs) the clock so yeah yeah, uh, again we have a
2: handful of agents helping us submit business, and um, so I'm sure her workload's <laughs> pretty heavy. <laughs> but she's doing what she can to accommodate us, and we really appreciate that. Yeah, I,
1: I really thought I was the only one up. <laughs> of the morning, and come
2: across from her, is
1: like, "Oh, she's still awake?"
0: <laughs> well, you, you know, uh, just hearing that story though uh, reminds me, you know, it, we are really in. Uh, a new environment, right? From a business point of view. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned earlier, we're all working from home and, uh, many people are working really long hours cause they've got children and you know, that's a distraction. And, uh, I didn't know anybody was working at two in the morning, but that's great. But, uh, <laughs> um, you know, uh, you know, so we're in this new normal, uh, right where everybody's working from home. Everybody's having communications with the uh, zoom calls. Uh, we're doing things electronically. Have you given any thought yet to what the new normal is going to look like? You know, what, what is going to change and stay permanently changed when we come out of this? Have you given any thought to that at all?
2: Yeah, we've uh, actually talked about doing um, Zoom reviews with clients. So if maybe, you know, sometimes it's not feasible for a customer to meet and or a client to meet and uh, go over coverages. And for us to be able to have that added value as agents and advisors. Um, So me and Kevin were talking uh, actually last night about how neat it would be if we had a a, uh, link set up on our website where a customer or client could schedule a review and we could call them over Zoom and maybe review their coverages with them uh, and, and stuff like that. Also, and other cool features with the easy links, being able to had that link to where people can quote themselves online and you could streamline the process. It seems like quite a bit through the through technology, like the zoom call and stuff like that.
0: Okay. Yeah. Those are great ideas. So again, you started at the beginning of the year really, uh, and you had big plans, uh, getting your agency started. And then the whole world came to a screeching halt and you decided to plug ahead anyway. I'm curious, um, you know, as you've made that pivot, Uh, what are you expecting for yourselves in 2020, uh, compared to what you expected from yourselves when you started back in February? Any difference? No,
2: not, not really. Um, you know, a lot of what I think about is I've, I've heard a a while back um, a guy, one of the mentors on YouTube that I listened to, Grant Cardone was talking about how whenever the industry starts to contract, that's whenever it's time to expand. Um, and that's the way I look at it when everybody else is maybe not making as many calls and shut up inside the house. That's whenever it's time for our agency to, to do whatever it takes to take over that market share and, uh, and try to try to get them those clients. So that's kind of the the plan and it's been working. And the only thing I see is, is us growing more than we actually thought we
0: could grow. So, (laughs) yeah, that's awesome. So, you know, um, as we as we entered into this, and it's beginning to look like we're going to have a period, probably of months, where the economy is disrupted, people's lives are disrupted, their focus is disrupted. No one really knows how long it's going to last, but it's clear it's not going to be over at the end of this month. Uh, in, in environments like that, um, most people want to sit tight. You know, they don't want to make a, a, a a decision. They don't want to make a move. They don't want to take a chance. They don't want to take a risk, especially the risk of starting a business as you guys did. Um, do you have any advice for people who are trying to think about, gosh, is this the time to launch or should I wait a year? What, what would you say based on what's you know, happening we, with you all
1: right now? We I, I think we even thought about that. You know, should, should we save up a little bit more money before we make this jump? And it was just uh, for us, it was, you know, I felt like we, we were we would be missing an opportunity if we waited even longer. So it, it just we we knew that this was the avenue that we had to go through.
2: Yeah, in my mind there's never the perfect time. You know, it, well there's a lot of people that take opportunity to grave with them. And uh kind of yeah. to be honest with you, it wasn't all me pushing us and Kevin's kind of what pulled me over the ledge. <laughs> and uh and we it's hard to walk away from a good opportunity to start a scratch agency or a six-figure opportunity to start a scratch agency, but long-term, I mean, I I really feel like we could have a, a bigger book of business than we had combined within our first year. Yeah. Um. You know, if we were willing to roll our sleeves up and do the work. So, uh, at the end of the day, I think it was a calculated risk. Um. After talking about close ratios and and I really believe in Kevin's ability to perform, and he believes in mine, and uh, we knew that there's no better time than now. So <laughs> might as well sit up and boot up and, and, and get to work. So.
0: Okay. Well, I remember, uh, the three of us went to a, a thunder basketball game a couple months ago and you guys were thinking about this. I can't remember exactly when that was, but, uh, I remember being impressed with your enthusiasm and your motivation. And it's been, it's fun to see that, you know, you had the courage to keep going. Um, I'm just curious, but, you know, you, you joined OAA you're, uh, uh, to do this. You, you decided to partner with somebody who could help you uh, get started. And have, uh, have you been pleased with how that's gone? Has it kind of met your expectations? Or are, you, are you feeling like uh, it's really a useful thing that you did?
1: I, I think it's already gone beyond my expectation of, of what I thought that we would do. And I think uh, for what we'd done in two weeks, I thought we would get done in a month. Um, so it's just, it, and it's definitely just not just me and Kyle. It's it's definitely the whole team, and it's 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 easy almost to get people to come with us because we already have a track record, and and we lead by example as
2: well. Uh, I think to me the the best thing it's it's a small price to pay uh, signing up with with you guys to to be able to have all the resources that we have. Yeah. Um, it's like talking to Ryan, Ryan uh, telling me about. Uh, how he's got a background in commercial. Me and Kevin come from a captive world and a lot of captive agents are not very big in the commercial game, but they long. I mean, when you see all the opportunity you're passing up because you're not able to help these businesses out, you know, you may insure their personal home and autos, but they might pay a hundred thousand, a year in premium on their business. And you can't have, you you don't have that opportunity because the the captive world just doesn't have a market for it. And uh, being able to, to switch over to you guys or sign up with you guys and have the, the uh the mentorship and uh the resources uh to be able to help us educate ourselves I mean with the the different online programs you guys have and the the different uh people you have working for you professionals you have working for you that are able to help us and are, are not only able to help us but ready and willing to help whenever we give a call it, it's it's very encouraging to to have that as a
0: resource mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Um, so, uh, and appreciate you saying so, um, as we wrap up, uh, is there anything that you would share, uh, not just for an insurance entrepreneur, but, you know, maybe there's somebody else out there that's listening to this podcast. That's going to go into a different kind of business. It doesn't have to be insurance, but you know, they're, they're worried about what the future, uh, few months, maybe even, you know, eight or nine or 10 months or a year look like. Is there anything that you would uh, have to say to them about, um, you know, how you look at it in terms of, you know, what should they do? Any advice for those folks who haven't yet made a plunge? Yeah. So, you know,
2: I heard There's a guy named Ed Milet and he said that entrepreneurship is the greatest self-improvement program with the highest compensation package attached to it. And, you know, to me that it's it's a hundred percent true. I mean, whenever you do something like this, if it's a calculated risk and you, and you're confident in your abilities to do the job, um, then to me it's a no brainer. I'm about that train in the background.
0: <laughs> okay, thank you. Um, so, any uh, any last thoughts?
2: Well, we're just happy to see what 2020 holds for us and where we'll yeah. be at five and 10 years from now. And, um, and just excited about the mentorship really.
0: Yeah. Well, good. Well, listen, uh, best of luck to you guys. Um, uh, I'm going to recommend that you try, uh, this, there's this thing called social distancing, um, you know, uh, where you kind of hold back from, uh, from one another. And so, uh, when you get off this call, uh, you please do that cuz i want you to stay healthy so you can keep doing what you've been doing the last couple <laughs> weeks sure
1: all right we will all right <laughs>